Good morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Wednesday the 22nd of March and I'm joined by David Scriven today. Paul is at another event and Andrew is still on the road. Um, so David, how are you? Very good indeed, although it's a bit grisly out there with the weather. But anyways, um, we'll put that aside and kick off how about with Ken Mayer, 2022, um, a record year, tracking to guidance, um, uh, despite a lightning strike, divvy up and some pretty encouraging news. Um, yes, last year obviously benefited from strong mineral sand prices um, and operational performance. Uh, so revenue was up 18% year on year to $478 million. Um, obviously, inflation um, did have an impact, so costs were up. Uh, 13% year on year um, in dollar terms to $217 million. But um, mineral sands, it's quite tricky to do unit costs in the same way as you do for um, other metals. But on a co product basis, these were lower because of the higher byproduct revenues in uh, Rutile and Zircon, um, meaning that net margins were was stronger so EBITDA was up 39% uh, to $298 million and that strong profitability with a really impressive uh, improvement in the balance sheet a $110 million swing to net cash of $28 million at the end of the year um, and as a result of that the dividend is up 66% uh, to 54.31 so all around pretty pretty strong performance but um the share price still within the same trading range that it's been in for about two years so um not much reflected there i think that lightning strike you mentioned um which paul and i talked about recently has had a bit of an impact on the 2023 outlook but given how much a stronger position the company's in um it, it seems odd that it's stuck in that trading range. Yeah, and I'd agree. I would have thought it should uh, it should break out with those robust results. But picking up on that uh, theme of increased costs, I wanted to move it to Alitalia Mining, who I think going forward are going to be lowering their electricity prices, um, and they've got a solar plant. So they've got an improved Q4 22. Perhaps you could uh, articulate a little bit more on that. Uh, yeah, so their Q4 production um, was up six and a half percent, but um, with the price impact uh, uh, for, for copper revenues were were flat. That said, EBITDA um, was down 65 percent year on year on the back of the European power crisis. Their operations being in in Spain. Um, there's two things that should help them firstly that they've um, fixed uh, their power supply agreement um, I'm not quite sure at what level so obviously power prices have changed quite a lot over the last couple of months with the mild winter so where that nets out I'm, I'm not quite quite sure but uh, solar farm coming on this year 50 megawatts of of power should help them reduce their reliance on the 
on the grid and 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 that exposure um it is pretty tricky finding a a a low risk copper producing jurisdiction anywhere in the world there seems to be issues wherever you go um and i think that probably explains why actually the atelier share price isn't that far from where its um, recent highs have been despite that um despite that drop in um in profitability just because there are so few pure play copper producers around yeah and you've got 55 million euros cash on the balance sheet so at least they're in a strong position from that perspective uh, but talking of strong um the pfs for atlantic lithium had really robust um uh, numbers i think irrs of well north of 200 percent um but they've given a dfs update uh yep um atlantic lithium um still recovering from uh the short seller report recently um and and some more news to show the plans to improve the project further um we heard the other day about drilling plans infill and extension drilling we saw in the recent dfs just how much incremental drilling can add to the npv value um but now this is looking at the sort of optimization of the the process plant um in terms of crushing and new revenue streams um from things like selling fines as direct shipping or or byproduct um byproducts like felspar um and, and each of these look like relatively modest um incremental changes but i guess the the view is that each of these together um and, and combined will add up to something significant indeed indeed perhaps um we're probably drawing things to a close but maybe you could make a, just a final comment on sierra madre yes uh yep sierra madre is still suspended um pending the acquisition of the Lagatara mine from First Majestic. Um, but one of the last key hurdles to um, completion of that transaction was announced yesterday with uh, approval from the Mexico Mexican Antitrust Agency. Um, so that uh, acquisition now drawing to a close, which should enable the state shares to start um, trading again soon um first majestic yesterday announced the suspension of their jarrett canyon um operations that they only bought less than two years ago um so that stock was down quite sharply as that delivered about 20 percent of their revenue so they will be keen for sierra madre to um add some value at Ligatara as they will be key shareholders there. Um, but not quite sure yet what the timing these uh, exchange related things can can grind through, but hopefully in the next uh, few weeks. Great. Unless there are any further things you'd like to add, let's wrap it up and wish our listeners a very good day. All right. Thanks, David. Speak to you soon.